Welcome everybody to the Positively Craig podcast. Thank you very much for joining me once again. It's been great getting all the feedback from my last podcast. You guys have shown me some real good support out there, some fantastic uh, feedback, especially from my American audience as well as the UK. Um, I'm really enjoying these doing these podcasts, um, especially when I'm getting the, uh, the questions and answers. That's what this uh, podcast is going to be about today, is a lot about... Um, the questions and answers that have been sent to me over the last couple of weeks in response to my podcasts because um, I've really been enjoying this it has been a lot of fun um, especially when the audience reaches back out to me you know I hear back from you guys let me know how things have been what's been concern you uh, during the time um, and especially the things that really are weighing heavy on your mind that you do need to maybe just ask some advice on just uh, quick sort of talk and see how things are going but you know what that's one of the things that why i started this podcast was to really get you guys involved really you know spread the message out there get a lot of people involved in what's going on because sometimes we all just need that little bit of help a little bit of guidance and also just that sort of friendly voice just to uh, tell us everything's going to be okay Okay, so let's start with the first question that I got sent with you. This was from Stephen. Uh, he's from Georgia in Atlanta. Um, thank you very much for your question. Um, you know, it's, it's really important that I do answer this for you. Um, Steve asked, what was the main thing that sort of worried me when I heard coronavirus? What was the main concern that sort of went through my mind first? And how did I start to deal with that? Well, Steve... One of the things that hit me in the beginning was I was quite sceptical about it. I didn't think that we'd, um, you know, it was going to be as serious as it was. I sort of, you know, thought, well, I've heard sickness and various things come out before. Is it really going to be as serious as, you know, as they say? You know, and at first I was quite complacent. And I know a lot of people I spoke to have been complacent about it. But it is, you know, it sort of come and hit home quite quickly when the numbers started to rise. You know, the death toll, you know, it took over the news, we have an announcement by the Prime Minister. Um, it, it did become quite a, a, an issue when it come to how serious it was going to be. And that, that would then sort of set me on a different mindset, a different sort of track of how I was going to see this virus, how I was going to cope with this virus, and the effects it was going to have on me, um, my family, the people around me, and the people within my sort of social circle. Now, obviously... When it does come down to something like locking down, sort of, if you're suffering from any issues, any issues with a um, mental state, depression, you know, anxiety, and um, something like this is, you know, can literally peak that and cause it to to explode into, you know, such a big aspect of your life and cause your life to be driven by the decisions you make because of it. But what you have got to understand is that sometimes we have to embrace things, embrace the change. You know, it's nothing we can particularly do about. All we can do is look at preventing further spread of it, further sort of negativity when it comes to talking about it and how we've had to deal with it. And that's something that, for me, really worked out well for me is sort of sharing that information, talking to other people, you know, making sure I'm following the guidelines that have been set out, you know, following the rules, not breaking the rules, not flaunting the rules, because I know that's something that's very easy for people to do, but, you know, Sometimes it does happen, you, you've got to understand, some people will want to go out there and still socialise regardless of what the, you know, the government might say or what they might 
you know, warn you about. But this is one of the main things that I have focused on quite heavily recently and also in my latest YouTube video about keeping to the rules, not flaunting it. That allows us to keep a positive mindset, that allows us to keep positive and move on even in the face of adversity and issues like covid um looming obviously over us um and that's that's one of the things that i think really helped me out so steve hopefully that is sort of answer a little bit more of your question that you needed um, a little bit of help sort of guidance in how i felt about it how i initially felt about it and how my opinions changed because of it because it does make a world of difference if you concentrate on it really take on board the things that you need to do personally as well as with your family and friends and people around you for it to really have an impact and change how you foresee it how you react to it and get over it in the long term in regards to sort of feeling better in your mindset and well-being okay so let's move on to the second question and um, this was a question from Anne. Anne comes from Greater Manchester. Um, Greater Manchester is not far from where I am now. Um, it's only a couple of, uh, well, about 50 miles away from where I am now. Um, and we are living in the northwest of England. Now, one of the questions I got sent to me very recently was we've had recent um, restrictions in the northwest, around about the Merseyside area, sort of northwest, Bolton, um, Manchester way. That it has spiked quite heavily um, and what are my thoughts on do we think there's going to be a second wave do we think this is going to be you know another big lockdown like it's been before because that was one of the things that Anne did want to come across and say that where do you think we're going to go with this what's your opinion on are we going to all be locked down again you know are we going to get furloughed again are we you know how do you think the nation will cope if we do get locked down so and one of the things that I have looked at with this is obviously, most recently, we've all been given more restrictions as of Tuesday coming. Um, we can now no longer visit other households, indoor or outdoor, in the gardens or indoor, unless they're in our own personal bubble of one household. Now, that is something that I actually spoke to a few people about in regards to how I think this is going to work, how I think it's going to affect um, the people around us and how we're going to do it because one thing that I was sort of skeptical skeptical about was that yes we can't go and visit family members in our own households or their household unless it's you know restricted to one household um, but I've, if, I don't know if you're aware but the pubs and shops and entertainment are still open during this restrictions so what is to really stop us going to the pub or to a club or a restaurant to meet these people that we're not allowed to be in the household with where does that line get drawn where does it stop for us to be able to go right okay well we can't visit you in this house you know because we've got to follow the rules but if you want to meet me in the pub or in the restaurant we can go for a meal or go for a drink and meet that way and who's going to enforce that now that is something that i know I've got an opinion on that's something I obviously I was thinking about and how are we going to control that because it's more of a sort of it either has to be all or nothing really when it comes to something like this um, 
there is curfews at 10 o'clock for clubs and pubs and various other things but people will just then continue if they really really want to you know carry on i think the effects on the economy the effects on people that if we continue doing this and we do flaunt the law that we are going to be forced into a local lockdown and local lockdowns will mean obviously everyone has to stay in shops will close again now if that was to happen that would be devastating to the economy we will not get furloughed again in my opinion we will all have to be sort of like reliant on our employers to pick up the wages or even support us with that but realistically small businesses how are they going to keep paying furlough wages to their staff whilst they're not making money and that's where the problem lies to be honest Dan, i think a lot of unemployment would come from that a lot of issues would come from that and it would cause a spike in unemployment and problems throughout especially the northwest or anywhere that is locked down locally and um, with this i know we are directly affected at the moment especially um in our areas um and come tuesday are we going to stick to these rules are we going to be able to self-discipline on ourselves enough to to not have to go out and cause problems and you know spread this virus instead of going right well i can't visit your home let's go to the pub and then you meet up with a pub potentially a pub full of strangers or a restaurant full of strangers who when it takes one of them to unfortunately have the you know a little bit of a cough and next thing you know the the cases are rising again so anna in you in answer to your question i think that's something that we do really need to be mindful of especially and this podcast i'd like this message to get out there and reach everybody who potentially could listen to this be it in this country you know overseas as i've said some of the other countries in regards to we have to be positive we have to have a strong mindset about doing this the right way because we're going back down the same path where cases are rising deaths are increasing people's lives at risk and we're going to end up in a position where we'll have to lock the country down in my opinion and there will not be any money there for us to live on so i don't know about you but i can't afford to stay off work without getting furloughed um you know un- you know get not getting paid i couldn't afford to pay my rent you know mortgages the the bills that keep my car on the road that's you know support my children there's a lot at stake here and are we really making the right decisions are we doing it the right way this is what we all need to understand and listen to regarding this because it's not going to be easy and we do really really need to uh, understand that we are going to suffer if we don't act now you're listening to the positive to craig podcast stay tuned for the second part and for more positivity thank you welcome back to the second half of the positively craig podcast um, thank you very much for sticking sticking by um yeah obviously we had a couple of questions there uh, earlier um some really good points there especially the ones um in regards to our local lockdown um in regards to the manchester northwest area um as obviously we're coming from liverpool in england um yeah it's uh, it's quite some breathtaking interesting uh, topics that we've uh, talked about this week um, how obviously we're dealing with this crisis how it struck us in the beginning how we dealt with it and sort of managed to get our heads around the fact that it wasn't just a flash in the pan it was going to be something very serious that we're going to have to all deal with and sort of have to adapt to for our new modern life now 
because it is going to be around for a while by the sounds of it. Um, but yeah, this is something we do need to all tune into. Um, yeah, so I've got another question. Uh, one final question I'm just going to bring into this one because um, it is quite a, a relatively biggish topic. Uh, it's in regards to our children. Um, yeah, this is uh, from a gentleman. He hasn't given his name. He said just his called him Mr. Smith. So I don't know. I think he don't, may not want to give his name just for... Um, <laughs> just in case but yeah it's this one is come from uh down in suffolk Um this is in regards to our children their future and how we're going to sort of continue trying to keep them safe but also keep them educated and maintained for the future so mr smith well sounds very ominous uh yes mr smith this is something that i personally take quite um on board and, and and deal with quite a lot because for me i've got children myself and i've got one which is in senior school um and my son he's in university now where do we you know where do we draw the line you know because you know these are the young generation these are the you know the ones who are putting themselves out there to try and sort of best themselves in the world but also mixing within classrooms with other children who potentially could come from somebody's um, house who somebody maybe have the virus and I know a couple of schools and a couple of classes within the same schools that my children go to have unfortunately contracted um, the COVID virus and you know came down as positive on the test so they've been self-isolated within their bubble obviously all the class have been sent home have to stay home in isolation and um, keep away from obviously the other the other kids and um, don't leave the house and also the teachers are involved as well they've had to uh, self-isolate as well so what is the you know where do we find it where you know, we feel safe for our children to go into school to continue with their education and not be at any major risk and this is this is you know it's something that there isn't a sort of a right answer we would love our children to to stay safe and be safe because i know that's all we want for our children um but you know we we have to keep them moving forward you know for because when this eventually does disappear you know the world will tick on you know it may still be in the wings they'll be looming but our kids will still need to be out there they'll still be out in the world they'll be you know out visiting people out educating going on to further education getting jobs you know meeting new people from around the country world wherever so we do need to try and maintain this but we have to keep these guys safe you know what i mean these are our future these are our children are you know the next generation who are going to survive this covid and come through it and it's going to be talked about for years to come and and where were you during the time what school were you in what what year were you in how was it affecting you um i know one one of the other questions that um he added on so as a subtext was about exam results because i know in england um some of the gcse results some of the a level results uh, have been taken on sort of like an average of what their grades have been so they were sort of projected for say for getting an a but then they'd end up getting like a c or d and uh, grade um which was not very fair because obviously they were projected to be much better but taking on an average come out with a loss a loss on their you know on their figures and that that is something that will affect their future now i don't think that's particularly fair personally i think you know 
they should be given the projected grades, especially if they've done what, like the mock exams, which are sort of the the practical exams before um, we went into lockdown. You know that should give you sort of more of an inclination of where they are in regards to the grades that they deserve. Um, luckily enough, my kids have not been affected by that. They've luckily enough managed to come out with the grades that they were after. But not all schools, not all children, not all families have been given a fair deal when it comes to this. And I know it's under quite a lot of scrutiny. I know that obviously that was part of the question that um, obviously you submitted to me because it, to me it's played on my mind. It's bothered me. Where's it going to go? How are things going to be in the future? And will these new exam results affect the jobs they get in the future, the applications, the things that they have to try and earn in their future? Or are they going to be overlooked because of this technicality with averaging grades and um, you know the next person gets might have got an A in maths or English or you know another subject where you may have an average say for instance got a C or a D you may not get the job even though you are probably equally as clever work just as hard and academically um, you know as focused as this other person but Due to the technicality, you could lose out. You may not be considered for a job, and that is something that you know it, that that is such a weight, a heavy weight, and a burden that can sit on the shoulders of our children and the future generations. Now, I think they should be looking into this. They should revisit it and definitely do something about it because it's not fair, especially if it if it does affect them it, for the future in regards to their you know marks or even progression or taking down sets in some schools for not performing as they should do within their chosen sets so yeah some really good questions there as i say i chose this this question last because obviously it's quite a long topic it's a big topic we can go on for quite a long time about this um i know the the nation the world you know are all having to look at what impact this has on the future especially for the schools for our children and where do we go next with this and and how do we judge what what is the safest way to come through this? Because who knows? Who who has got this crystal ball that can tell us when this will start dying down, when it will start getting better? Because at the moment, cases are rising. We are looking at higher cases in the northwest. We're looking at various places you know, being restricted within their movements. Um, it is only a matter of time that if we don't adhere to this and we carry on you know, flaunting the law, carrying on and going out and mixing the wrong areas and not taking the right precautions or even one of the things that that somebody actually spoke to me um privately about was they couldn't afford to go into lockdown if they weren't going to get a furlough or you know some sort of payment towards their you know their bills their rent the mortgages um and I think that would drive some people, as as the feedback I got, was drive some people to sort of still go into work regardless whether they're sick, because they can't afford to live without that failure or that protection. So, if you're terribly ill out there and you you can you know you come down, you get contracted with COVID symptoms, but you know if you go into self isolation, you're going to be punished, you know, because you're not going to get paid. But there's also the threat from the government of fines between a thousand to ten thousand if you go into work and don't self-isolate. So what is the right decision for us to make? How do we make this right? How do we find the solution to you know being self-isolation but also 
be comforted in our positivity, our mindset that we, you know, we are covered, our bills are going to get paid, we are getting support, as opposed to running the gauntlet of going into work, causing more people to be sick, but then maybe getting caught by the government and being fined, you know, so you lose either way, really, you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, so, you know, that is something very important that we, we need to look at and need to analyse for the future, because we do need to stay safe. What the other hand, we do need to keep food on our tables, roofs over our heads, um, and the economy still going. So that is definitely a question that is going to come up in the next um, couple of podcasts in the future to see what comes next. Because as of Tuesday, um, Tuesday is going to be a change in the restrictions, and we're going to see obviously how that affects us, how that moves forward, does have any impact on the children in school, people in the shops. People who have to um, stay within the, the means of keeping isolated, but at what cost? So yeah, lots to think about there, guys. Now, I'm going to wrap up on this podcast. Um, as always, I'd like to thank everybody who joins into my podcast. I've had some amazing feedback, especially from you guys in America. Please you know, send me messages, give me some feedback, direct message me. Um, you can message me through my um, YouTube channel, Positively Craig or my Twitter account, Positively Craig. Um, you know, please get in touch. I really enjoyed getting some feedback and some of these messages that you guys have sent over. It allows me to sort of reach out and know that this audience out there are all thinking the same way. We're suffering, we're feeling a bit low, and how can we be positive and be united in fighting this virus and moving forward uh, for the next generation? So once again, thank you very much for tuning in. And as always, I've been Positively Craig. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.